Welcome to the manor. Greetings, and welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. I'm James. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so this episode, we are going to talk about uh, some of our favorite horror films. We, we had another episode where we talked about some that, not, not necessarily that we didn't like, but that just um, scared the hell out of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I do I do have a correction to make in that one, uh, or something I talked about in that. There was one that I said was just called Scarecrow. Uh, I believe it was called Revenge of the Scarecrow. Uh, it wasn't that the, 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 the guy that getting his revenge um, had seen something he wasn't supposed to have seen. He was blamed for something he didn't do. Uh, apparently, somebody hurt a young girl and they blamed him for it and formed a, you know, vigilante thing and hunted him down and yeah. then they all start dying yeah <laughs> get it straight man <laughs> yeah anyway so this episode we actually want to talk about uh some of our favorite horror movies that don't scare us or didn't give us the heebie-jeebies when we watched them <laughs> <laughs> uh, and for the most part i i necessarily get there are a few that do uh freak me out for the most part no <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think we covered that. I was a huge wiener about horror movies for a really long time, and now it's yeah, kind of nothing. I guess I'll start. I guess um, so. Yeah. So uh, a couple that I want to mention. I, um, uh, one of our other episodes, we talked about uh, the the 1986 movie Trick or Treat, heavy metal movie. Whether it made it into the episode or not, I, we were it may have got cut out. We were talking. Um, and I had mentioned uh, some Japanese movies, The Grudge, which was the American movie. And I think I had incorrectly said that Juri was the Japanese version of that. Um, actually, Juwan is the the Grudge, uh, was the Japanese version of that. Juri was a different uh, film. Uh, both excellent. Um, I, I preferred Juwan over the American version, The Grudge, even though they were the same director, uh, same sets were filmed at the exact same time. Uh, just he would shoot the scene with the Japanese cast and then they'd reset and film it with the American cast. Jewry is a slightly different story. Um, it was interesting because it's actually told backwards. You, you start with the, the final death and you work your way backwards to what started the whole thing. So it gets, it's kind of interesting to watch. Neat. You know, I do yeah. that with Terry Pratchett novels. Uh, uh, so he has, right. certain, he has certain ones like there's the, the watch series where the main characters mm -hmm. are from the night watch and and when i first started reading them i was getting them from a the library but they'd only be in at a certain times so i i just happened to kind of start with the later ones and then i'd work my way back as they would come in i'm like huh, <laughs> that's how he becomes captain huh that's yeah. what been about the dragon but i i actually do that now still because it makes me feel like i'm a time lord from doctor who <laughs> <laughs> okay I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that's. A <laughs> well, it's not like we haven't done weird stuff, like read the the chapters from uh, the the two towers in the sequence they happen instead of the sequence that Tolkien put them in the books. <laughs> yeah, you mean like the Aragorn and etc. Along with the Frodo Samwise. Yeah, chapters. yeah, like going read them in yeah. chronological rather than. So I haven't watched either of those movies in a while. Um, I may have to watch them since we're coming up close to, to October and Halloween as we're recording this. Um, so I may I may sit down and watch both of those movies again. But both excellent movies, um, if you don't mind reading subtitles. Although I will say with Juwan, I, if you want to watch The Grudge instead, go ahead. Um, I, I do think The Grudge is a good movie. I just prefer 
Juwan over the, the garage. So I'm going to start with my first horror-ish, but it's not really horror-ish mm -hmm. movie that I could handle. And I was quite young. So going against the grain of when I said that when I was a kid, I was a huge wuss with these. And you'll see why this one was okay. But it didn't involve the devil. And it does actually involve people going to hell. And it does involve a scary devil scene at the end. But it's the devil and Max Devlin. Oh, was that the one with Bill Cosby? <laughs> Bill Cosby was the devil. <laughs> I, you know, I did see that movie. I, I, I think I only saw it the one time, so I usually forget about it. But I did see that, and I remember it was. I liked it. Yeah, it's good. Well, I mean, it was Disney, so it was. Yeah. Not, of course, there was a time where Disney had some scary ass crap out with the Black Cauldron. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. See, and I, I've never seen that, and I need to. I thought about putting the Black Cauldron in there too, but quite honestly, I went to go see that at the theater when I was a kid and uh -huh. scared the crap out of me. <laughs> so, so that one doesn't count here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Devil Next Devlin, really good. Uh, Elliot Gould plays an asshole, a bastard, complete and utter douche who dies, yeah. goes to hell, and the devil offers him his freedom if he can get three souls for him. And these souls are, of course, young kids. He ends up actually being a really nice guy. He falls for a mother, the mother of one of the kids and ends up helping the others out. Actually, one of my favorite scenes is he was on his way to uh, go try to help the dirt bike kid mm -hmm. not win the tournament because if he wins the tournament, you know, Elliot gets his soul for Bill. Yeah. And, uh, but as he's going there, the kid, but uh, the kid had hurt his leg and he's so thankful. And he, he was tripped by an old woman and he sees this old woman and she goes, we have them too, hinting like she's an angel who was helping him and the kid. Out. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. So that, yeah. I mean, the first scene where he dies, he goes down to hell. It is a bit creepy. And no cause me turning into the devil was creepy. I, you know, I know I saw it because my sister took me to go see it. That's, I, I remember, I remember him and Bill being in, in hell. And that's all I remember about it. Uh, but I, I remember I liked it. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing I remember about it. Yeah, but um, yeah. I, I also remember the Sunday comics when I was a kid at the time these came out because it came out, uh, the Sunday comics did a serial on yeah. those movies. So I, I saw the movie, but I also got to read the comics, which probably helped keep it in my memory better. Like you were saying, one of the first ones that I could actually handle without freaking out too much would have been the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, so I would have been 12 when I saw that. I don't know. Not really. There, there's not going to be anything in my list outside of this movie that's a slasher flick <laughs> because I'm not really that big on slasher flicks. Um, I, you know, I don't mind the gore. I just, for the most part, think they're stupid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fact that some of the villains are supernatural helps, but... A, a little bit, but, you know, my... My whole thing is, if you really want to get rid of Jason, cut his fucking head off and put it somewhere where it's nowhere near the body and cannot be reunited with it. I, I mean, you know, let's be, let's, let's just be fucking done with it. And, you know, and, and you know, Freddie, I, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I, I like the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie. After that, I really don't care. <laughs> but yeah, Slasher Flicks, I, um, the first... Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, the original, was one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> it it literally never. It, I was not scared of that movie, at all. I, I and I just I watched it and I went, why was this movie so popular? I, I it was the one of the worst movies I, I thought I had ever seen. Um, I've never seen it, so yeah. Yeah, I it just 
it did nothing. I mean, it didn't, it didn't scare me. I didn't, I just didn't like it. I just thought it was a really stupid movie. I've seen bits and pieces of some of the sequels and the remakes and I'm just like, they don't get any better for me. I'm, I'm kind of that way with Friday the 13th and most of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. And yeah, slasher flicks for the most part, just don't do it. Now I, I kind of like the Halloween series, and I don't know why, because I don't really like the slasher flick kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know something about the Halloween movies I like. <laughs> um, maybe it's because they're set at Halloween, and and there's a little bit of a Celtic and Norse thing in it that that came in some of the later movies that I think the new movie that's coming out completely ignores. I I, I don't know. Um, I actually I've read a kind of a review or two on it and. It sounds like they maybe address some of those things in this movie, but the, I, I know this, the new Halloween movie is supposed to be a direct sequel to the first movie. Yeah. yeah and and it, coming out with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. And, and it's supposed to ignore all the sequels, including all the sequels with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> including Halloween too. So I, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm, I don't even think it has come out yet. I think it's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I, think I don't it think it's out, out before October. As of recording. But anyway, uh, where was I? <laughs> well, I'm going to go and jump in while you're thinking of that because okay. th- this actually fits in. The only movie like that on my list is Halloween 3. And, and see, that's the one, that, that, that is the one movie out of all the Halloween series I've never seen any part of. It sucks. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I was able to watch it easily. Remember, so not necessarily everything on my list is one that I just love and I'm going to watch over and over, but they're ones I could handle and they weren't too bad. So, But this one allowed me to get into the others and watch the others. So it was kind of nice because it sucked and it wasn't a slasher, but it was kind of spooky and it actually is more Halloween themed. I mean, it it deals with Halloween. Yeah. uh, Although in a very stupid, cheesy way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, Halloween three, season of the witch, and because I watched it, then I went back and I watched, you know, Halloween and Halloween two, and and some of the others, and I watched a few of the Nightmare on Elm Street and different ones. But I agree with you, for the most part, those teens are stupid. They yes. deserve to die. Yes, and you have many many ways to get out of there. Sure, the first couple of you, you're screwed because you don't know there's something evil there. I get that. Yeah, but yeah, after a while, yeah. It's, it's, and I could sit there and I would be like, he's going to jump through that window in three seconds and be almost spot on. And I mean, somebody jumps through the window. I still jumped. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And again, I like you, I have nothing against slasher films. Really. I'm not saying the movies I watch are better. No. I, and the thing is if, 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 if slasher flicks are your thing, great. Another one that I watched pretty early. It didn't bother me. Now, uh, a lot of people probably have not seen the, and actually I have not seen the original movie in this series, uh, but a lot of people probably have seen the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. I I saw the remake and I'll address that in a minute, but uh, I've never seen the original, but I saw the sequel to the original, uh, The Hills Have Eyes Part 2. I loved it. I thought it was great. It's, you know, the basic premise is it's this family that lived out in uh, New Mexico or wherever they were doing all the atomic testing and it, it turns them into bloodthirsty mutants. Uh, I, I don't know. I think they only made at least two movies in that series. And then, you know, there was a remake about a decade or so ago. Um, I didn't see the sequel to the re- remake because I watched the remake and I went, wow, this is really stupid. <laughs> and, and I'll give you a hint and see, and this is where as somebody who plays tabletop games, I'm sitting there watching the movie 
and uh, one of the main characters, it's, it's a, a young husband. He was with his in-laws and uh, they, you know, got lost out in the desert and the, 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 the mutant family starts preying on them. And his infant child uh, is taken by, by the, the, the mutant family. And um, I don't remember, I, I think his wife was one of the victims, but he's found the, 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 the town that these people are from, uh, the ghost town and everything. And he, he gets attacked by one of the people from the family. And, and, and the guy had, he, the guy had an ax. The, the the bad guy had an axe and the you know the the hero takes him down and i'm sitting there going pick up the axe cut off his head pick up the axe and cut off his head and what does he do he walks out of the room with no weapon and i'm like you know this isn't the last guy you know there were more and sure enough the guy's not dead and comes after him with the axe again and i'm sitting there going yeah how i mean seriously common sense would tell anybody Make sure the guy's dead and keep the weapon. You know, when you're in that situation and it's the only weapon around and you know you're not out of the woods yet, take the damn weapon. (laughs) And make sure the guy can't get up and come after you again. It's just, I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I I don't disagree, by the way, with your (laughs) plan. I had the the same reaction when I watched uh, Blair Witch Project. And so did everybody else that I went to the movie with because it was a group of people that I gamed with and we're, we're sitting there the whole time going, you know, if you just follow the river, you'd get out of the damn woods. <laughs> we're lost. Yeah, we're lost. We're going we're gonna to throw the map in the river instead of following the river. To, you know, eventually it's going to hit a road or civilization or something. Although I will say Blair Witch Project is, is one of the movies at the end of the movie. That is one of the few movies that actually creeped me out. Yeah, it was a great ending. Yeah, it was. Um, that The ending, the rest of the movie pissed me off, but the ending of that movie is one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. <laughs> well, you know, may, maybe you could just go with the, the witch had cast a glamour of some kind. Not that they couldn't follow the river or creek, but that they just, everything was confusing and scary and they didn't think about it type of. Well, that, that could be. Yeah, that could be. So I've, I've got uh, two kind of, oh, sorry. Okay. Were you, were you no, done? no, no, go ahead, go ahead, because I don't remember where I was. <laughs> uh, so I've got two I'm just going to mention at one time. Yeah. And remember, this is where VHS tapes were big and video stores were big. So I went to the oh, yeah. local video store, uh, rented The Serpent and the Rainbow and The Seventh Sign. Watch those uh, back to back. So yeah, Serpent and the Rainbow is a, a voodoo, zombie-ish possession mm-hmm. type of thing. And Seventh Sign's a apocalyptic when all the seals and all the signs are broken you know the end of the world is going to happen type of thing and and when the devil comes out at the end of that that's fairily creepy but yeah made it through and i actually enjoyed him and realized that i i can handle some creep factor there too almost out of high school and i can finally enjoy some scary <laughs> movies, you giant wuss <laughs> i i realized it a little earlier that i could do that probably in um well, in middle school, in eighth grade. I mean, it was, well, it was kind of seventh grade because it was Nightmare on Elm Street. But after that, I started getting a little bit more into it. And uh, one of the first ones I watched was um, Day of the Dead, uh, George Romero. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I'm not a huge zombie movie fan. I, I do like Romero's Dead series. So, and, but yeah, Day of the Dead was one of the first ones that I watched. I, I wasn't scared. I, actually, at that point, I was around 13 I uh, had just turned 13 and was um, was really flippant, even more so than I am now. 
<laughs> so what? that was kind of that was kind of the attitude I took into watching that movie. <laughs> and, uh, I'm trying yeah. to work my wrap my head around you being more flippant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's kind of. So yeah, uh, Day of the Dead, um, and I, I I've actually not seen the original Dawn of the Dead. I do love Dawn of the Living or, or Night of the Living Dead. I, that one is a classic. I, I saw the remake of Dawn of the Dead, and it was okay. The first spooky movies I really got into and enjoyed, uh, both younger and now, aren't really, I don't know if you'd call them scary movies anymore, but I dig the old, more folklore or, or whatever, but I, I like the older ones. Yes. So when I mention, I will agree with you. <laughs> well, of course you will. You're a man of distinction <laughs> and taste. Yes. And savoir faire. Uh, I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I pronounced that correctly. I'd never do, and somehow I pulled it out. <laughs> um, so I, put I, it I, back. Put it back. <laughs> it's not going back. <laughs> it hurt too much the first time. So I'm, I'm going to keep one movie from further back for my favorite here in a little while. Uh, but the three I'm thinking about now is Village of the Damned. Uh, so okay. a bunch of spooky blonde kids in England. Okay. I got something on that, but go ahead. Okay, so 1960. Uh, the Seventh Seal, I loved. It's a Swedish film with Max Van Sydow. And he goes and he actually plays a game against death. The death in the movie is very reminiscent of Bill and Ted's bogus journey death. Yeah. In, in um, I, actually, I actually have seen parts of that. That is that is an excellent movie. That is actually on my list of things to get. Uh, and the other's a uh, I'll mispronounce it, but um, Hexen Witchcraft Through the Ages from 1922. Oh, yeah, that is also on my list to get. I have not seen any of that, but I've I've seen like still photos from it, and I read up on it, and I'm like, I have got the, it's it's on my uh, Amazon wish list. I DVR'd it last year around Halloween, was watching it. Nobody else was around. I mean, it's from 22. It's, it's sort of a half documentary, half fictional type of thing. Um, yeah. But I, I had a couple beers in me, and it, it is creepy as crap. <laughs> but, but I dug it. First, do you have anything more on those? No, no. I just thought I'd throw those okay. out. As, as okay. My, I love I, I just, way more than slasher flicks and way more than – Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and I, I like the psychological stuff more than the slasher flicks and, and, and stuff that's more supernatural, but on, on those three, okay, so two of them, I've, or one of them I've seen bits and pieces, well, actually two of them I've seen bits and pieces of, one of them, all three of them I want to see because I've heard really great things about them, then the two I've seen things on, the, the parts I saw were really good because I have seen parts of Village of the Damned. Village of the Damned was the inspiration for the Iron Maiden song, Children of the Damned. I, and, and but like you, I, I I like more of the more of the more of the folklorish or more of the psychological stuff. I think my favorite group of movies are the old Universal monster movies. <laughs> uh, the first Dracula with Bela Lugosi, I, I love the Frankenstein series, especially the first three Frankenstein series. And and I would I would honestly probably say Bride of Frankenstein is one of my two favorite movies i i'm kind of like you i'm going to save my favorite for last my favorite was also one of the first ones that i was able to watch uh, <laughs> without freaking out but yeah bride of frankenstein is an awesome movie i is is almost my favorite um out of all of them out of out of all of the horror movies uh, it is definitely my favorite out of the frankenstein series i i like son of frankenstein which was the third one Basil Rathbone. I was trying trying to make sure I didn't say it Basil. <laughs> yeah, Basil Rathbone, who plays the son of Victor 
Frankenstein. And that's actually the first movie that introduced the character of Igor. Uh, Bela Lugosi played Igor. Yes, master. Yeah. As, as opposed to Fritz, uh, who was the, the, the assistant in the original Frankenstein movie, who was played by Dwight Fry, who played Renfield in Dracula and is also the subject of one of Alice Cooper's more famous songs, The Battle of Dwight Fry. Of course, there's The, the Mummy, the first Mummy movie. I've seen some of the later ones and didn't really care for them. The first Mummy movie with Boris Karloff, who also played Frankenstein's monster in, in the first three movies. Uh, Son of Frankenstein, I think part of the, the thing I like about Son of Frankenstein, though, is the sets were very influenced by the German Impressionist films of the Weimar Republic era. Uh, from the 1920s and so you've got these these backgrounds in the sets that are kind of off kilter a little bit and and it's an influence in son of frankenstein but if you want a really good a really good example of what that is the original silent movie the cabinet of dr caligari oh uh yeah i actually recorded that last year too that's yeah that is i've got that one on dvd and the cabinet of dr caligari is awesome the sets are are just I, I love that German impressionist from the silent era that that visual it's so awesome and it, it works so well in that movie because like I said everything is just off kilter in the sets <laughs> it just it, it is yeah. it is really really cool but yeah my I think my favorite style is are the older. 1920 silent movies and even the 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 early sound uh talky movies uh like the the universal ones uh, another one uh is the original nosferatu <laughs> murnau's film as one type of thing you'll you'll notice jody and i tend to get in some of the older stuff rather than the newer stuff mm-hmm. and it's not that we necessarily think all the new stuff sucks to, to me it's it's that the to me it's the originals or the older, I mean, whether they're the 50s or 40s or, or whatever, some of the ones I like are typically 60s and early 70s, but it's yeah. because they were still starting out and they were fresh and a lot of the horror things were new and you didn't have to necessarily go overboard to get a shock value. Right. Like everything was kind of creepy and, and different and eh, I don't know, just kind of dig it. So, so one of the folk horror ones that I really want to watch, but I can't find anywhere is Witchfinder General. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, I did, yeah. Uh, not only was there a new wave of British heavy metal band named Witchfinder General. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, there was. But uh, the band Cathedral, uh, and I don't remember what album it was on, but the band Cathedral has used some sound bites from that movie. Coming out, I think, fairly soon. I'm not exactly sure when. Uh, fans of Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman... Uh, if you've ever read their book that they did together, Good Omens, is coming out really, really soon. But there's a character in there based on Witchfinder General, which was actually a thing. So this movie is based off of actual history where they had a Witchfinder General back in the days where they had people walking all over the place around England, finding witches and burning them. And they weren't always witches, of course. And that's a, could be a whole other episode talking about that type of thing. But eh, anyway, Good Omens, if you like the book. The series is coming out, and there's a character in there based off of that. Uh, okay, so the movie I, I wanted to double-check on the name of uh, that's connected to Nosferatu is called Shadow of the Vampire. It's a 2000, it's a, it came out in 2000 and stars John Malkovich and Willem Dafoe and, and Carrie Elways. The premise of Nosferatu, or of a Shadow of the Vampire, is that F.W. Murnau, who directed Nosferatu, uh, that, that while the movie is being, play, or being filmed, 
the actor Max Schreck, who played Count Orlock in uh, Nosferatu, is actually a vampire. Uh, that's kind of the, the the plot of Shadow of the Vampire. Um, really, it's a really good movie. Uh, I've I've not watched it more than a handful of times, but it is uh, it is a really good movie. And it seems to, for some reason, it seems to get buried in my my DVD collection. I don't know why. So that's probably why I don't watch it more than I do. It's definitely uh, a good one to check out if you can find it. Probably be happy it doesn't jump out at you. Uh, sometimes, yeah, because that that would be really freaky. One of my newer favorites, because I like the folk horror, is 2015's The Witch. Oh, uh, yeah. I, see, I've not seen that one either, and I want to, it's, I, but I've heard excellent things about that one. I've, I've actually heard both. I've heard a lot of good things, and some people pan it because of how, I don't know, they, they just don't care for it. But it's, it's really good. Full, I liked it a lot for a full core, especially one that was made now instead of way back. So it's a nice current full core, and it's a, an American folk instead of... A lot of the ones I like tend to be English, but this mm-hmm. is, you know, the Salem witch trials era type of thing. And it, I, I nice. enjoyed it a lot. Black Phillip, the, I don't want to ruin a whole lot of things. So let's just say Black Phillip is, well, I guess I'll have to ruin a bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've seen pictures of a black goat and that's, that's Black Phillip. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, hate, I don't want to give spoilers because, you know, yeah. I, I want to recommend some of these and I don't want to give too much away. But I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm firmly in the camp of people who liked it a lot cool okay so i i like in in addition to like the old universal uh movies i like weird japanese movies yes (laughs) yes it does i still have have dreams about that motherfucking old guy sitting on the thing just uh (laughs) james is thinking of a movie called gozu (laughs) i know which one he's talking about <laughs> that is one of the most messed up movies I have ever seen. What's uh, this no, movie about? I don't really know, but it's fucked up. You got to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite thing to say during that movie is, "Wait, it gets better." <laughs> and it, it well, <laughs> for whatever direction of better you mean, yes, it got it went further. <laughs> well, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe it was, well, I'm going to look at his face because that's going to get better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was part of it. <laughs> well, it has to do with the demon, kind of. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's not actually where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, so I've mentioned Juwan uh, and Juri. But another one, I, I mean, there's, I got one I'm going to mention a little bit later, but the one I want to mention right now is Dark Water. There, again, there was an American version of Dark Water uh, with Jennifer Connelly that I, I saw. It was okay. It was not as good as the original Japanese version. And I don't, there is just something about, I don't know, there's something about the Japanese horror movies that I really like. <laughs> I, 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 there just is. I mean, and, and Gozu's not really, it's just a weird movie, okay? So that one that we were talking about, that's just a weird movie. But Dark Water is a horror film. It, it's, it's more along that psychological, supernatural kind of thing. If you've seen the, the version with Jennifer Connelly, please do not judge the Japanese version by that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, and she's good. I like Jennifer Connelly. I, I do too. And I actually, there were, there were actually parts of the Hollywood version that I thought were creepier than the Japanese. But overall, the original Japanese version was better. Well, I, I guess I'll go ahead and mention this one now. Um, it was 
it says on the on the DVD cover, it says from the creators of Japan's acclaimed Ringu, uh, inspiration for the hit phenomenon, The Ring. So The Ring, the American movie, I watched and was it was another one of those that I was extremely underwhelmed with. <laughs> um, and again, I think part of the reason was I had seen Ringu first. Uh, see, that's your problem. It's like uh, it is the book and seeing the movie, you should always see the worst one first. So you should always watch the movie before reading the book. So in your case, you should always watch the American versions <laughs> before the Japanese versions. I, probably. Anyway. Yeah. It, it, if, if you've seen The Ring and you like The Ring, find Ringu. Ten times better and creepier. Uh, the Exorcist uh, creeped the hell out of me, but I oh. did enjoy it. I and and I would I I would hazard a guess. I I don't like saying something is the best uh, because the best is subjective, and The Exorcist isn't necessarily. It's probably up there in my top five, even though I've only really seen it once. So um, I actually have that written down here, but then I thought ah, I don't know because as much as I can watch it, and I think it's fantastic and well done, it still creeps me out a little bit. Yeah. This is where I was going with I don't like saying things are the best. I would say that's the best horror film ever. <laughs> Not my favorite, but definitely up there. I also want to throw out there the first Alien movie. I saw the sequel directed by James Cameron, Aliens. Uh, I saw that one first. It was expecting a horror film and got an action movie. Okay. Even though the first movie is a horror film, when I did finally see it, it was no longer going to be scary to me because I went into it with frame of mind of it being an action movie. But yeah, the first alien movie, uh, excellent movie, Sam Raimi's evil dead series. Yeah. I actually dig those. They just, yes, they're more of a recent acquisition for my tastes. Yeah. Um, I've not seen the remake of evil dead. Um, I, I really don't want to because I didn't see the point in doing a remake, even though Sam Raimi, I think produced it. He didn't direct it, but he produced it. Have you gotten to watch I, the Ash versus Evil Dead series? I, I have not. Um, and I know they've ended the series. Um, I'm hoping to pick up either DVD or Blu-ray. I was that. I, They're good. I think I can, I can watch it online on something. I don't remember what. I was going to mention the movie Critters. Uh, that was another one that came out in the mid-'80s, uh, 86. It was one that I saw several times when I lived in Germany. It was was more – I laughed at it more than I thought it was scary. It was. It, it's still one of my favorites. I, th- I thought it was pretty good. And, and again, there's, there's a bit more of an action movie feel to it than, than maybe a horror film. Um, and I think it's kind of a, for, a forgotten movie because I don't really know how well it did in the box office, but yeah. it did well enough. I know they did Sequels, a sequel. Right? Yeah. Monster Squad, which for some reason I keep thinking Monster Squad came out in the early 90s and apparently it also came out in the mid 80s or around 1987. <laughs> Monster Squad had the, one of the best lines as the, the tweens, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> are confronting the wolf man <laughs> oh god yes <laughs> kick him in the nards <laughs> kick him in the nards wolf man ain't got nards kick him in the nards whack Wolfman's wolf got, got nards, nards. <laughs> so there's that and then there was uh bram stoker's dracula i mentioned bela lugosi's dracula earlier it had keanu reeves anthony hopkins winona Ryder. no winona oh um so i think it wasn't uh, Gary Oldman, uh, who played Dracula. Francis Ford Coppola directed it. I, I always liked it, but when I finally got it on DVD and watched it, and I watched the behind-the-scenes stuff and listened to the commentary, I, I didn't realize that when Francis Ford Coppola made that movie, uh, he intentionally went back to the way they did special effects in the old in the silent era. 
because it was made around the time of Jurassic Park. So CGI was just coming into its own. And he intentionally stayed away from that. And he went, like I said, he went back to the way they did special effects for the most part in in, in the silent era. You can't, I, to me, it, it just looks wonderful. Not necessarily the, the scariest movie. I do like it. I prefer 1931 Bela Lugosi version, but Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula is is another excellent one. It is. It's very, uh, very truish to the yeah. book. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. It is actually a, a truer adaption of the book than than uh, the Bela Lugosi one. So my last one, uh, all-time favorite one that I, I I actually got on DVD recently, but I watched a few times way back in the day when I could. 1973's Wicker Man. Ah, uh, see again, one I've not seen, but one I want to. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. And now this is not our repeat. Not just like Jody was talking earlier about the American remake. This is yeah. not. The Fracken 2000, I think, six-ish, some, it is not the Nicolas Cage version. <laughs> no. No, I have seen that one, too. Yeah, I've not seen it. <laughs> except, for the, except for the bees scene. Do not care for it at all. And even that's <laughs> we're done. I just like to see Nicolas Cage getting stung by bees. Not in general. I actually like Nick Cage in many things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just not that. Not no. Ghost Rider, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, 73's Wicker Man. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's got paganish background. So, you know, a police officer who's, of course, Christian comes to the aisles trying to find a missing girl, finds this group of people who are very much more pagan. So Christopher Lee, in one of his first non-Dracula type roles, wanted to do it to get out of those types of roles. So he did not get paid. He, he's, he agreed to do it for no pay so he could be in it and kind of get out of the rut he was in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a, an old Celtic rite type of thing. Uh, it's not Halloween. It actually takes place at the other Thin Veil season, uh, Beltane. Uh, I'm going to use the Anglo pronunciation so I don't butcher uh, the <laughs> Irish or the, the Scots Gaelic. Two times a year, the veils between the worlds thin up, and that's um, Samhain, Halloween, and Beltane. Uh, but yeah, it's, but it's a springtime sort of thing, and they, they do certain rituals to make sure the plants and the tree well it's tree trees are their big thing but just make sure everything uh, grows really nice and and i will leave it at that because anything else would probably be a huge spoiler bit psychological the the music is very folkish music <laughs> it's it's kind of odd and out there brett eckland is in it just kind of good all around i think i it's my favorite and and people right now probably wouldn't think it's horror but i again think there's a difference between folk horror which is more sort of seasonal and folklorish and sometimes psychological or all of them, as opposed to the more slasherist, bloody, yeah. cutting people's guts out type of thing, which again, if it's your thing, it's just not mine. Yeah. My favorite. And actually it's kind of funny because um, again, I've said, I, I don't mind this, this genre. I actually kind of like this genre, but it's not my favorite genre of horror films zombie movies uh but probably my my favorite all-time horror film 1985's return of the living dead it is a direct sequel to george romero's night of the living dead however uh it is not one of romero's movies um the background on that is that one of the prints for night of the living dead somebody forgot to put the copyright on it Nice. Which meant that the movie went into public domain a lot sooner than it was supposed to. <laughs> yeah. 
So Romero lost kind of the rights to the movie. Something about, I think it was some of the producers who were involved with Romero on that first movie wound up producing uh, Return of the Living Dead. But Return of the Living Dead actually has a connection to the first Alien movie. Both screenplays were written by Dan O'Bannon. Not, uh, Return of the Living Dead, it's, it, it, is, it is scary. There are some scary things in it. It's a horror movie. Uh, but again, it's a, it's a horror comedy, kind of like uh, we talked about in the episode where we talked, uh, that we did just on the movie Trick or Treat. Uh, again, that one that one is up there in, in my all-time list. But um, yeah, Re- Return of the, L- the Living Dead, it is an awesome movie. And, and I just I absolutely love it. Uh, the character of Trash, played by uh, Linnea Quigley, just, <laughs> just, uh, she's awesome. Frank and Freddy, the two actors that played them, even though the characters die, the actors return for Return of the Living Dead Part 2, uh, which is another one that I love. <laughs> but it's not it, it's not as good as the the original i know one, one of my favorite lines is from the second movie <laughs> get the damn screwdriver out of my head <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yeah that was I, w- I would say return of the living dead is is, is my favorite all-time horror nice. movie um, but yeah, if you've never seen any of those movies, uh, those are definitely <laughs> movies that we recommend. So uh, check them out and let us know in either comments on Facebook or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What you think of them. What you think of those or your favorites or, yeah. or what's not. Yes, what's not. Until next time, I'm James. I'm Jody. <laughs> Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what you said. <laughs> oh, that wasn't easy to say. <laughs> well, you know, dwarfish is hard when you're first learning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to slip in there. Dr. Frankenfurter, still a better doctor than Dr. Wakefield. If Flasher, it's a Flasher. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if Flasher films are your thing, all right. You know. There's something the people saying gaming warps you. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, I know exactly what you just said. <laughs> uh, crap. <laughs> uh, the first time I saw Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, I was at my aunt and uncle's house. Uh, all I heard was, was Rogers. And at the time, the Buck Rogers in the 25th century was on NBC. And I was a big fan of that. <laughs> and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood is coming on. And all I heard was Rogers. And I went, Buck Rogers? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs>